We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. That's right. Brian Masrosky, Joe Beamer here with you on WBEN. Hope everyone's having a good day uh, today. And uh, that would include you, Joe. How's it going? Hey, good now. Uh, you know, it was a nice, relaxing weekend, but uh, happy to be back to the grind this Monday. So how about this? The U.S. Surgeon General questioning if thir- – what led him to question this? If 13 is too young to have social media access. Hmm. So, you know, like 20 years after the advent of uh, cell phones <laughs> and social media, finally somebody goes, you know what? I don't know. Uh, here's Derek Dennis with the report that we were bringing you this morning. When it comes to age, most of the popular social media apps are ages 12 and up. Only Twitter has a 17 and older requirement. Many experts and parents insist restraints are needed. ABC News medical contributor Dr. Alok Patel says social media, especially social media addiction, can have a negative impact on t- mental health. Even in China, where TikTok was developed, there's an age and time restriction on the Chinese version. Those under 14 can only access it on youth mode and for just 40 minutes a day. The U.S. Surgeon General taking a stand against kids on social media saying 13 is still too young. ABC News medical contributor Dr. Alok Patel says research shows the Surgeon General is right. Those brains are still developing and we have enough research to show that constant social media scrolling can actually affect brain chemistry in these young kids. Industry executives point out social media's benefits. The research that we've seen is that using social apps to to connect with other people can have positive mental health benefits. But many experts and parents insist restraints are needed. So the uh, person who runs the social media uh, says that from what we've seen, social media is a good thing. Um, <laughs> but everyone else seems to just kind of be coming around to the idea that maybe not so much. The uh, Surgeon General saying 13 is too young. That's been, for whatever reason, the age. Although, you know, give me a break. Yeah. What, like what age? You know, how are you verifying somebody's age? Who has a cell phone? I, I mean, that's uh, very tough to do. So, what is the age? 8030930 to join us. 8030930 on WBEN. I there is no number. I, I guess the, I I just want to start there, Joe. Like, there can't possibly be a one size fits all number for when is social media appropriate for you. No, because we've seen social media have negative impacts on. On anyone's age, right? I mean, people in their 30s and 40s have. I was going to say, I can name you 13. How about 63? Right. You should not be on social media. No, I mean, <laughs> you talk about social media addiction. I don't think that's limited to an age. And it is so interesting, Brian, how it's how it's evolved. I mean, when we were in high school, you couldn't even be on Facebook. You had to have a college email address. And the fact now that it's all the way where people in 
13, what's that, middle school? Middle school are having, you know, social media accounts. Well, to me, that's just crazy. Uh, again, there was no social media when I was in middle school. Um, the first thing was MySpace when I was a junior in high school. It, it's just interesting how, oh, yeah, you have to be in college or you have to be in high school. Now it's you have to have an email address to have a social media account. I and I'm interested to see what people think about eight zero three zero nine thirty. You can join us. Send us a text or give us a call this morning. I I want you to think about because this is what I, I started thinking about today. And we we've talked about this a, a little bit before. You know what is appropriate. You know when is it appropriate to have the phone to have social media, things like that. You you hear so much so often about some of the harms that it does. But I, I'm just thinking about. Because for both of us, for so many people listening to this, we did not have this in middle school, high school years. Uh, let's say 13 is the age. Um, you know, if that's the rule right now, and let's say everyone's following it, and so that's what, the beginning of high school for some people? Uh, let's say that's the time. Picture back to when you were in high school. All the things you were focused on, the things that you were thinking about, the uh, stuff you had on your mind, the stuff you wanted to do. And now imagine throwing that cell phone into the mix. Yeah. And what does that look like? Like that to me is the really interesting thing to think about when, when talking about this because it is hard to put yourself in that shoes or in those shoes and it is also hard to think about something that we all kind of look at as being like very innocuous whether that's us lying to ourselves or not with the cell phone and social media and no one looks at themselves and says well I've got some big social media problem I need to cut it out you know very rarely does that self-realization happen unfortunately yeah that you might not think about as a big deal with high schoolers but put yourself back in that school setting, back when you were 15 years old, yeah. 13, 14, 15, 16 years old, everything going on in high school and around that, and throw a phone into the mix. I, I just imagine myself sitting in a classroom in high school and all the distractions that I had in the classroom in high school or reasons to not at all pay attention to what was going on. I could talk to my friends who were nearby. You'd be daydreaming about, you know, yeah. something else going on, what you're thinking about. You'd be thinking like, oh, I can't wait till this guy's done talking. Yeah. I got like lunch coming up next. You might be thinking about what you're gonna do after school. Why is that clock moving so slow? You're doodling around <laughs> in your uh, you know, notebook. you I mean you're there's any number of distractions that might be happening. Now throw a phone into the mix where people are contacting each other all the time. I mean, it's not just the person to your left or your right who you're in contact with or paying attention to. It's now everyone talking with everything. And I, I, I will say this, I am one of the people who totally buy into everyone who says that your cell phone and social media is addicting. The addictive qualities. Imagine sitting in that classroom with that phone in the pocket and you know, like, you're just itching the entire time. Oh, I cannot wait to see oh, yeah. who Snapchat me. Like, oh, man, I can't wait. You know, I got to hit the refresh button on Twitter. 
I have to see what the latest Instagram post is. Like that is a very real like trigger in your brain that's now happening in the classroom. How in the world can that be good? And that's not even getting into like all these uh, you know, effects on depression, like all, all these other studies. Just that alone, I can't help but think about being so hard for somebody that age to get a grip on. Yeah, I mean, the phone is the big thing here, right? With social media, it is the phone. When I was in high school, my parents were very hesitant to let me have a brick phone, you know, that just had texting. You had to pay a dollar per text, uh, but had texting, you know, you know, you, you talk about the distractions. I, I remember getting my TI-83 calculator taken away from me because my Spanish teacher said, Joe, we don't need calculators in uh, Spanish class because uh, I had loaded all the games on it. But it, it is interesting. I mean, you think of online presence when we were in middle school and high school, and the closest thing to Facebook, and it's nowhere close, is AOL Instant Messenger. That's about all you would do. Uh, but yeah, you'd go out. You'd see your friends. You'd talk to your friends. Now, You've just got people that are just spending hours. I mean, think about the screen time warning you get on your phone. Now incorporate that into the life of someone who is in school um, all day, who has homework to do, you know, and, and how that affects or how that comes between the social life that you may have had in high school, in middle school. I just, and you know what the funny thing is, Brian? I didn't even think of teenagers having social media. I know the effects social media has on people our age. Believe me, you hear about it all the time. But I, I just, I guess I was just naive to think, oh, well, teenagers, you know, middle schoolers, they don't have social media. That's something you get when you go to college. I still have that mindset just because of how you and I grew up. Oh, no, no, no. And, and I mean, this really this morning, I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. We, we've, we've done numerous shows talking about kids who have phones, you know, kids in elementary school and middle school. It would only make sense, as you said, if you have an email address, you can get a social media account. And now here's where uh, things get a little tricky. So what do you do? Uh, 8030930. Uh, what do you do? Should it be up to the government to say um, you cannot run an account for somebody under what? 14, 15, 16. You pick the age. Or should that mostly be up to parents? And how difficult is that as a parent? On our text board, someone's saying, when your parents allow it. It says a lot that people are looking at China's policy as an example. I actually love looking at China's policy in this because it tells you a lot. They know what's going on. Yeah. They know what TikTok does to you because they make TikTok. Um, and they know that it is very harmful to let people under a certain age have this in their pocket because it's a time suck yeah i mean it's you know it's like when people were i mean think of you and your kids or whoever it might be in your family or back in the day maybe it's you on the, your couch playing video games and your parents yelling like what are you doing just sitting in front of the couch you know melting your brain away this is that times a thousand <laughs> yeah. because it travels with you all the time now on the same side of the coin I don't think the U.S. should be do, copying anything from China in terms of limiting what people are allowed to do in their own free time like this. So if it's up to me, it's up to parents. Yes, I 100% agree. I mean, this is this is a parental thing. And again, it goes back to something you and I have talked about a lot. When do you give a kid a smartphone? Like, there is a reason they still make flip phones. They still make brick phones. I believe it's for... Kids in middle school, kids in elementary school, they, they don't need 
all the stuff that's on the smartphone. Again, it, it's a, you said it perfectly, it's a time suck. I mean, you got one minute TikTok videos. How many of you are just watching one? You're, you're watching 60, you're watching 120. It, it, so many things going on for a 14 year old, for a 15 year old. It, it's, it's definitely something that we've got to look at and limit it down. But the problem is, Brian, a lot of parents are addicted to social media themselves. Yeah, or do we have to limit it? Someone's saying, you know, in the 50s, TV was considered a communist attack. I mean, like, or is this like video games? People were saying, oh, you know, don't do that, don't do that. And then did it end up being as much of a problem? Is this completely different? Is it more of the same? What do you think? 8030930? Well, we'll in, the, in the 50s, you only had three stations as but well. Still, it's so, but still, it's so a much new your, technology. So much at your fingertips compared to anything in the past. That's out there, and uh, we'll see what it brings. Dennis in Cheektowaga, you're on WBEN. All right. What do, what do you yeah. think? Is there an age? What's your policy? Well, I'll tell you what, you know, why aren't these so-called advocates who are, are up to and everything and anything, but why aren't they pushing for teaching these kids 12 and 13 calculus? Why aren't they pushing for higher education like they do in Japan and other countries? The kids 12 years old are doing calculus in their countries. Why the I don't want to swear. Why, why the heck? Aren't we doing that? Why aren't we pushing for them to have logic classes in school, critical thinking at, at an early age so that they can be, you know, develop with that thinking in their minds? No, they don't do that. They, they mend this nonsense with who, you know, you and I would never even consider talking to somebody underage online. But you know what? If, if a parent says it's OK, it's parental rights. You, you, your parents should make a decision on Whenever, because each child is different. I, I, I would trust, I remember growing up, I would trust some 12 and 13-year-olds 10 times before I would trust my 30-year-old uncle, who you couldn't <laughs> even trust to go to the store with 30 bucks in his pocket. Dennis, you, know, uh, you bring up a good point on it being different by person. That's why, you know, blanket age, it's it's kind of tough. What about you? We'll go to Terry. Terry, I mean, what is it for you when it comes to age, social media? What's appropriate? Well, just about any age, really, although younger people do tend to spend more time on their phones than they should. Uh, and speaking of that, you know, talking about old people, <clears throat> did you know that Moses is credited with being the first person to use a tablet to download data from the cloud? There you go. That's uh, uh, It's the AM comedy hour on WBEN. I, you mentioned, Joe... Social media when we were growing up and in high school, it existed. Yeah. Um, primitive compared to what there is now. I mean, it, it was out there, but it, you didn't have Twitter yet. You didn't have Facebook yet or Instagram. Or, I, I mean, now there's a zillion apps. Yeah. It was like one thing that everybody was on, but it existed, right? Social media did exist. MySpace, then you Facebook. A, you put a song in your profile. On the computer. Is there something inherently wrong with social media or if everything we had now was limited to just being on a personal computer on one desk in the home, would it be that much of an issue? No, I don't think it would be. To some people, I mean, it's still social media is by design, I believe, addictive. However... You can't carry it everywhere. If it was on your desktop, you couldn't carry it everywhere. It, and you, you eventually do have to leave your house. You know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. it, 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 the phone is different than the TV in the 1950s. It's different than video games. Because eventually, 
my parents were going to get me away from the TV, right? I wasn't going to play Sonic 24-7. My, my parents would get me away from the TV. I had to go to school. The thing is, this phone's going everywhere with you. Those apps are going everywhere with you. That social media is going everywhere with you. So what might have been 30 minutes for us on MySpace as we decide who our top eight friends are, that's something you're doing now at school, in study hall, in the middle of the class that, you are, that you're bored out of your mind, uh, after school, you know, uh, unfortunately for some people, driving. Uh, it's always with you 100% of the time. At night, at night, you know, we had a lights out policy in the Beamer house. Certain time, lights out. Computer off, TV off, everything off, except for the radio. I listened to Sporting News Radio, Rick Ballou show. Now, oh yeah, the lights are off, but my, you know, your phone, because it's also your alarm clock. See, I don't on. even think you need that. You know what you're saying there. I, I don't even think you need, um, you know, back in the day when all of that social media, like everything existed on a desktop computer yes. or you're talking about the video game in front of a TV. I don't think you need a parent even to limit the time. I mean, sure, you had people who just, uh, you know, could spend an entire day. I, I had days. I would spend an entire day online. I remember sometimes and uh, hopefully, you know, none of the authorities are listening to this, I remember sometimes going home uh, from school and there'd be like nothing going on in the afternoon. I would just download music for <laughs> oh, <laughs> like come on, like Brian. hours and uh, you know get like uh, just discover new music. Download. I'd be sitting there for forever. End up with so much new music, and I was sitting in front of the computer for like forever. But you were never always doing that, and part of the reason is because like eventually you went out and got together. Like eventually you yes. had to go out and actually see people. Uh there was only so much you were ever going to do on the computer. Now I like how much of the hanging out is done, you know, quote unquote virtually. I do kids trade off actual experience for online experience? Yes. I do they though? I think they do. I don't know. I think the news would make you think that that yeah, happens. Yeah, I mean, that's the only only context I have this in. I don't think it actually happens just yet, but you look at, you know, whether it's VR or, like, all these other things, like the virtual experience. Or, I, I don't know. Maybe you're getting closer and closer to that, and that's when I think it, it becomes more of a problem. Well, you talk about video games, right? And, yes, video games, you know, hey, don't sit in front of the TV too long, but... What would you do on the weekends? I'd go to my friend's house and play video games, right? Oh, you have a Nintendo. I have a Sega. I'll bring my Sega. We'll play games all day. But it was a social social setting. We're oh, together. Yeah. Now, I'm just sitting in the same chair in my parents' basement because I can play my friend online. I can play people online. Oh, not, I've said that uh, you know, a million times. So, so you it's are taking... completely different. Right? There's an example of taking the social out of it because you're not in a room together playing games, sharing other... you know. Having more fun than just, hey, let's order a pizza, let's do this. Doing more than just video games, you you have taken that away from a lot of kids. 8030930, Marsha is in Tonawanda. I, I mean, what, what do you think? What's the right age? Is there a right age? How do you tell? I don't know if there's a right age, but I can tell you that my grandchildren um, from about 10, even younger now, have cell phones and how their personalities change. Um, become secluded, even at family functions. They'll go sit in one room where the adults aren't. You walk in and they're all on their cell phones texting. This wouldn't have happened. They have no social skills. It's unbelievable. And who's supposed to police it? Certainly not the government. But do the parents police it? I don't think so. And all I ever hear is, oh, don't be ridiculous. You're just old school. They need to have a cell phone. For what? Why? 
I like that thinking, Marsha, and I'm wondering, all right, so where does, when do you lose faith in parents <laughs> to police it themselves and you all of a sudden need somebody to step in and say it's enough, enough is enough Listen, with kids on the phone? Great- I have great kids that do worry about their children, but when it comes to that, they've totally dropped the ball. And I'm sure if either of them are listening, I'm going to get hell for this. But (laughs) honestly, they've dropped the ball on this. There's no reason for a 7-year-old to have a cell phone. Oh, they need it for school. No, they. and I know things are a lot different than when my kids went to school and when I went to school, totally different. There's a lot of sick people out there. But where the hell do you think they get these sick people from being online and not being monitored? Hey. How many times do we hear that kids are, are kidnapped or the, uh, the girls disappeared and she's met up with somebody who she thought mm-hmm. was the same age and turns out to be a 25-year-old pervert? Like, I, I don't know. I, it's frightening to me, and I worry about it all the time with my grandchildren, but... I don't have control over it, and I certainly don't think that the government should. Marsha, thank you for the call. And that was Joe mm-hmming, by the way, because I don't want to get the conflict. That's not me at all. The, you would believe, and what Marsha said there, and you know what Joe is agreeing with, that you know, well, you know, there's a lot of crazy people out there, and that is a, a lot of times a reason for parents to give their kids a cell phone. Statistically, it is a much safer place. Almost everywhere, you know, you can point to crime statistics in cities or whatever, but almost everywhere, the world is safer and safer for kids now than it was when people didn't have cell phones and were growing up and were walking around doing whatever. It is. It doesn't seem like that from stories, but it is. Yes. And you kind of have to factor that in. Like, don't be scared off by, well, you know, they did it because uh, what, what happens? Well, what happened to you? What happened to you when you were a kid? I, what is the answer? I don't think it's an easy question, by the way. 803-0930. BMS and Beamer on WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, we're back here. BMAS and Beamer on WBEN. And uh, we're talking about social media and your kids and how young is too young. Now, this is after the U.S. Surgeon General is saying 13 is too young to have limitless social media access. And I think that's probably 
about right. But I don't know. Is it like what is the problem here? Is the problem social media? Like, sure. But the problem, I think, is on the phone. Yes. Like, like the the portability, like the supercomputer in your pocket and the ability to do this anytime, any place, right there in the palm of your hand. Like that makes it all much more. If this was limited to a computer on a desk for, you know, however long you can sit there in front of the computer and there's like one in the house, like it was when Joe and I were in high school, I don't think you run into as many problems as you have today. And problems, what are those problems? Well, I think you kind of see it, right? Like kids are, are they as social? Now you say, well, yeah, it's just different. But I don't know, do they have social skills? Or in person, do kids look more disinterested? Uh, more just kind of detached than they used to be when, when they're, you know, head down looking at the palm of their hands and you try and talk to somebody and it's like, huh? What? And there is importance in social skills. And there is a difference between being able to text someone and being able to have a face-to-face conversation. So, yes, people may say, as you said, Brian, well, they're social. Look at the – they're on social media. They're they're texting this. But can they hold a face-to-face conversation? Do Are, are they – as Marsha said, are they lacking those skills, those having – an in-person conversation, are we losing some of that? I mean, some parents are giving kids as young as five cell phones. I I mean, as soon as, right? (laughs) Like, they uh, get into school. Like, that, to me, is crazy. But, Joe, you were saying that you think there's a big difference between the smartphone and just a regular old cell phone. phone. Here we go. Now, obviously, I'm, what, a decade removed from having to worry about this, but... The Nokia 6310, Brian, it came out in 2021. It is a new version of the old Nokia brick. It's got call, text, and a phone book. All right? There you go. Here you go. You need a phone? Now your child has a phone. If they need to make a call, there it is. You know, my mom used to give me a handful of quarters for a payphone. Those aren't around anymore. Here you go. Nokia brick phone. That's your phone. So now you have the, the the communication. And yeah, you can even text your friends. But the apps aren't there. And I think the apps are where the problem is. I mean, that's good and all, I think, with a caveat. Like, I don't think you really need it, period. But if you are, like, really concerned uh, about knowing where your kid is, you want them to be in contact at a moment's notice, which... I think generally, like, as we said, everyone has a phone. Like, it's not like you're going to be. Just because pay phones don't exist, you're not far from a cell phone. If you're, unless you're in the middle of the woods, yeah. you're not far from a cell phone. I think that has to come with the caveat of if you give a kid a phone like that, even a, you know, dumb phone, I guess that's what you'd call them right now, <laughs> it has to come with the end of safetyism. Like, it has to come with... Like, okay, you have a phone, like, you can go and be free in a way that I feel like doesn't exist so much anymore. Like, go run around the neighborhood, find some friends, do whatever. Like, yeah. throw rocks at the side of a you know, old abandoned building. Like, you know, like, I don't know what kids Damn. do for fun. But, like, you can do all that stuff that I feel like isn't allowed anymore. Like, that has to be the caveat with giving any sort of phone. Yeah, and I don't think you should have a phone in school. 
every classroom has a phone. There is no need for the phone in school, in my opinion. As someone who doesn't work in a school, I'm just saying every classroom has a phone. There is no need for that phone in school. If the phone is for communication purposes, you don't need that in school. Your friends are there with you, and every classroom has a phone. Yeah, you don't need a phone in a lot of places. And yeah. so, I, and so I, I like going to these phone-free uh, shows and concerts, which a lot more are like kind of getting onto it now. My only complaint now is you, the ticket is on the phone, of course, so you used to just leave the phone in the car. Or something like that. Well, you, so have you have to bring it in and put it in the pouch. So you have to use their thing. You you have to use the phone to get in, and then you can't have the phone. I was like, well, I would have just g- – give me a ticket, and I would – anyways. Um, but I, I like, you know, leaving, and I, I'll tell my wife, like, all right, well, if you need me, you know, I'm at our park. Like, <laughs> you got my name. It's on the ticket. They'll find me. You know, just like they always used to do. Like, yes. if there's an emergency, you will not have trouble, even with my phone not on me. You won't have trouble getting in contact with me. 803-0930 will go to Deanna, who's joining us on WBEN. All right. Uh, what is the – is there an age for phones, for social media? Hi. So I have a daughter who's 12, and my husband and I toyed with the idea a couple of years ago because she plays sports and she stays after school for after school activities. And we thought, well, we want her to be able to get in touch with us. And um, so we got her one. We got her a low-grade Android. She does have, um, like, YouTube because she watches sports videos and stuff like that. But I'm able to monitor. Um, She has time limits. But I have to say, I like, team events, like, and stuff, you don't see kids in it really interacting too much anymore with each other. They're all sitting there on their cell phones. It's like, are you guys talking to each other, or are you just playing on your cell phones? I, I, I definitely see less interaction between kids, um, and she's not allowed to have TikTok. She's not allowed to have Instagram. She's not allowed to have any of that stuff. And there are other 12-year-olds that she knows that do have all that stuff, um, but I just, I'm concerned for her safety. Um, and, you know, even if she's at home and she said, I'm like, hey, go draw. Go do this. Go do that. Mm-hmm. There's no need for you to be on your cell phone. But, um, I, I mean, like I said, we toyed with it, and we limit her access. And I don't know. I, I contemplate. I second-guess our decision at this point because of all that. Um, you know, I, I don't like to see her withdrawn from interacting, and so I'm I'm on top of it. Um but we have a little one who's six, and I definitely don't think we'll go as young as ten yeah. <laughs> for that one. I, you so. know, when you when you talk about you know everyone's kind of like just looking at their phones all around. Like, where's the line in that? Because that doesn't have to be a bad thing. You know, like this might have been magazines or something back in the day, or like it, it was always something, yeah, right? Where true. you can you can be on your phones with other people and still be like normally social, like showing other people video on somebody's phone. Like that's not. Yeah, that much of an issue, but at some point, what they're doing, yeah, they're doing that a lot. But you know, I think it just takes away from. Yeah, I don't know. It's now you say that. It's I know they are interacting with each other when they're doing it, but I feel like it's not like it was back in the day. Hey, I agree, Deanna. Thanks for the call. Like when I was when I when I was on teams, we were hanging out and doing stuff together as a team and. And stuff like that, but now I don't know. It's I guess it's a 
two-way thing. Yeah, Deanna, thank you. Uh, and you were, like, making up stuff. Like, one of my favorite things to do now with uh, my son, who's, like, right around three, is he likes to, he says he likes to play superheroes. And what superheroes, he just grabs, like, a superhero action figures. And it's just, like, you're talking. Like, you know, I, I've got the Joker, and he's got, like, Captain America and whoever else. And I'll just be like, you know, haha, like I, I'm, I stole the money. You know, what are you going to do for me? And he's like, I'm going to get you with my web, like, you know, whatever. And then, you know, we'll do so like, oh, where are you? He's like, I'm on vacation. Or, you know, he, he's making stuff up. Yeah. And using your imagination and just kind of like thinking outside the box and like thinking in ways that, I do think it's one of these things that, you know, when people talk about the problems of social media, like there's the list is so long of things that it kind of takes away from your normal interactivity. And one of those, I think, is creativity. Like how often are you, if you're in a room now or if my son had like a phone in front of him that told him what to say or told him what to think about, or laugh at or something like that you're losing those moments where you could just be talking and thinking up something totally on your own now it's your like a directed everyone's kind of zombied into you know one specific thing that's not like a clear-cut point that i just made but i think everyone's getting the gist of what i'm saying losing out on that creativity um and you know again lacking even imagination everything's right on your phone you know what i mean SpongeBob and Patrick sat, you know, in a in a in a TV uh, box all day in the land of imagination. Now it's all on your phone. You don't have to pretend. <laughs> I was going to say it's the end of the bar argument. Like no one wants to argue anymore. Everyone just looks everything up on their phone in like two minutes. I miss arguing. That is true. Like uh, I think this is the case. You know, and I'm usually wrong, so I don't like that because then someone can look at them and go, "Well, Joe, you're not." You got this mixed up. That was 10 years earlier. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, Kathy in Kenmore, you're on WBEN. I don't know. Is there an age? Like, what, what do you think? Well, if it's for safety reasons, like some parents are saying, you can get them a watch. For young children under 12, they can wear the watch to school. They wear it out in the neighborhood. My grandchildren have it. It's a GPS tracker. It can only call their grandparents and their parents, and the limited number of people can call them. They can go out in the neighborhood and you know where they are. If they fell off their bike, if something happens, they just push a button on their on their watch and it calls their parents. And my one grandson got lost riding his bike one day and he was just totally lost at seven years old. And had he had that watch on, they could have just seen where he was. So for safety reasons, it wouldn't interfere with a teacher or school. If they got on the wrong bus and you don't know where they are and they don't have a phone, they've got their watch on. You can always monitor and track them, and it's a good safety feature. It doesn't play games. It can't go on TikTok. It doesn't call anybody else. It's just an idea for a safety tool without getting an actual phone. Yeah, Kathy, uh, thanks for the call. And it's an interesting idea, I think, and one that's brought up on our text board not that long ago where uh, someone's saying a 12-year-old has a phone and Verizon is a family app. You can monitor everything, set limits, tells, uh, you know, uh, every, you know, everywhere your 12-year-old is. And I, don't, I wonder how kids feel about this, too, because 
that now comes with the phone also. Like, I knew that with the phone, like, also came this ability for my parents to call me whenever and wherever, and they knew that I had a phone on me and it was ringing and that I would, you know, pick up and have to, like, say, oh, what are you doing right now? Like, where are you? Blah, 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 blah. And I hated that. Yeah. Like, I... And now you get a smartphone as a kid. Like, maybe you're too young to make this connection in your head. Or maybe just everything has changed so much in 15 years. But me at, like, 15, 16 years old, if I was, you know, faced with the idea of, like, hey, you can have a smartphone and, you know, it's got, like, family stuff on and it's got the, you know, find my family so we can see where you are all the time, I would probably say, yeah, I don't, like, give me the dumb phone. Yeah, save your money. Like, is that, I, I wouldn't want that. And as a parent, I feel weird about that, too. Like, I, I don't know if I want tracking all the time. Like, that's a little over-information. Like, think about that when you were a kid. Yeah, I would want Your that. parents being able to see where you were at all times. Like, I, no thank you. Maybe if that was the, like, trade-off, if that's the way that the phone was presented to a teenager, we'd have a little bit of a different results. We would take like a step back yeah. just a little bit. Like, hey, Timmy, all right, you, you wanted this phone. You can have it. All right, here's the thing. You have the phone, but I've got the uh, this setup. I'm going to be able to see where you are all the time and uh, see like all your text message, you know, what what you're doing on your phone, how you're communicating with your friends and everything that you're, you know, kind of doing and saying and where you go. And if I was the kid, I would say, yeah, I'll, I'll keep the uh, Motorola flip phone here. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I want that. Just give me the iPod shuffle. All right. You can keep your uh, tracking phone. I'll take the iPod shuffle with the cassette to plug it into my car. I But like, isn't that I don't know how I feel about that as a parent. I know as a kid, I would not there's, want that. There's no way I would have taken that. Just the ability to call you? No. Never mind. You, you can keep the phone. Right? <laughs> I'm good. But, but like, is social media right now, like, so blinding? Well, maybe I shouldn't say blinding. It's that enticing or it's that important. Or maybe it's not social media. Maybe it's something else on the phone. I don't, like, it's, what, what game do you play on the phone? Candy Crush. I play Wheel of Fortune on the phone, so I don't think um, I'm in the majority. But like, is whatever's on the phone, is it so enticing that you, as a kid, you're just well, like, I don't care what, track me all you want, pay, you know, look at everything I'm doing, I just want the phone. I, like, I can't imagine, like, I, I think there's really something to be said about kids and teens wanting to give up that sort of freedom mm -hmm. For a smartphone. You talk addicting. Like, that's addiction. FOMO. FOMO. A lot of kids now, they, they fear they're missing out if they're not on social media. Everyone's on social media. How can I not be on social media? I think I think that, to kids nowadays, would outweigh, okay, sure, know where I am. I need to have access to this. I need to be able to post on Instagram. I need to be able to see the latest TikTok trend. Uh, I, think, I think you would see a lot of kids take that trade-off. On the text board, someone's saying uh, you look at it through their eyes. They're used to parents knowing where they are. Are they? All the time. I guess that's true to an extent like, you know, at, at what age are you talking about? 10? 
I'm also thinking of when I got a cell phone for the first time, like 16 or something like that, where, like, no, that all of a sudden wasn't the case. I mean, that's true up to a certain age, maybe. But, like, if, if you're a teenager and you're faced with that trade-off, it's crazy to me now that to think that 16-year-olds all over the place are saying, yeah, I don't, I don't care as much about freedom as I do about... Yeah, I <laughs> being that, and, and I to can't the person, relate to that. To the person who's just texting in, like, "Hey, you don't have teenagers." Tracking gives you peace of mind. I would say, like, I I get it more from the parent side of things. Yes, I see why the parents. I don't know what I'm going to think when I have teenagers. Like right now, I'd say I don't think I want to know. Like I think I would want to give my kid way more freedom than that. But I see why parents would want to track or I see the fear. I mean, it's the same reason why you're giving your kids. It's the whole reason you're giving your kids a phone in the first place. Yes. I, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I 100% understand it. What I don't understand is the other way around. Why a teen would say, yeah, I don't care if you know where I am 24-7, exactly what I'm doing and just like giving up on that freedom. So crazy. Like that's that's completely foreign to me. I can't think of anything that was popular when we were kids that I would have given up the free. You know what I mean? Like, no, I, I don't. I'm good. I'm, like I said, I was good with the iPod Shuffle. 18 iPod Shuffle, the 98 Nissan Altima. That was the life, Brian. I didn't need anything more. <laughs> yeah. Um, on the tax board, 803-0930, a lot of people putting their thoughts in. Uh, someone saying my kids couldn't have a smart device till high school, and they had to pay for it. All that's right. So that's interesting. Um, and... With what they're uh, talking about with affording it, you know, $15 a month or whatever you want to charge, whatever's reasonable yeah. for uh, whatever job. Do you have any openings on that family plan? I'll, I'll take the $15 yeah. <laughs> deal. <Yeah. laughs> um, and then, uh, again, with the – it's for protection. I guarantee you'll change your mind when your kid goes to school. The world has become a dangerous place. And, you know, I – But your phone – Listen, I can see the – fear that's in places but i i do want to point out data that would show that it's generally unfounded the world statistically is not a more dangerous place to be in now than when it was when kids didn't have phones so i i want to stay somewhat rational about this and even though you do have the fear as a parent that every parent would have you want to be rational you want to look at some actual data and see, well, maybe I shouldn't be afraid all that much. And, you know, there are a lot of creeps out there, right? I mean, one of the most popular shows when we were in college, Brian, was To Catch a Predator on Dateline. That's when there were just chat rooms. I mean, now think with, with the phones and the ability for with social media, uh, it's not it, – your phone can be very dangerous as well. You, you have no idea who, who kids can meet on their phones. I mean, just because that show went away doesn't mean uh, the creeps aren't out there, and now they have even more access. So I think that's something else you have to think of too. But no, but like what, what you're saying there, like statistically, it happens less. Like you would think – still happens though. It I mean, still it, happens, it's still but like that you should be to, to mindful of. Be fear based in making this decision would go against statistically what you actually see happening. I'm not. That's not fear based. It is something that you should. But they don't know. It, it is fear based. Like if just because the stats are down doesn't mean it doesn't happen. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but right. like you're acting out of fear that that would happen I in making a, your decision. I think that's a relatively 
uh, sane fear to have. But it not. It, it, it's like it, it's the same as like if you operate under that level of fear, you would never let your kid drive because it would be way more likely that they would get in a car accident than something like that would happen to them because of their phone. Okay, I. I I, I disagree, but that's fine. But, but there, there's no disagreeing. Like, there's numbers to just, look at and, like, make it, a decision about it. Just because it's statistically down does not mean it, it doesn't happen. And I'm I not saying it doesn't happen. People but, should be mindful of it. That's not fear. That's my, that's mindful of the fact that there are creepy people out there. But you'd be more worried about a one in, not more like, a million chance. Not more worried. Just something to be mindful of. That's all. <laughs> but what you're saying is that you're showing the worry over like a one in a million chance that that would happen versus like a one in 10,000 chance of a car accident or something else that well, always I'm mindful, happens. I'm mindful someone's going to run a red light when I get in my car. It doesn't mean I don't get in the car. I'm mindful of it. I know it might happen. I'm looking for it. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't think about that too much. All right, just something to throw you're, out there. You're gonna you're gonna live your life in a box if I'm you end up thinking my, about it. No, no. <laughs> I, there's a difference between what you're saying and what I'm saying. Yeah, I can't find the difference. I'm. I think I, I think I illustrated. <laughs> I think I illustrated pretty well. I'm mindful of the person that's gonna run the red light. I'm not fearful to get in my car. I'm mindful of it. I'm looking out for it. But no, I'm not going to make my decision on it. I'm just gonna be mindful of it when operating. That's all. Those are two completely different things. I am mindful that when the mics are off, I don't have the best sensor. But when the mic's on, I'm mindful of it. I'm not fearful in hosting. I'm mindful of what word might slip out of my mouth. Well, thank goodness I'm mindful of the clock because I am so confused right now <laughs> at whatever is going on here. We'll be back tomorrow. Um, hopefully. I don't know. If you don't hear from me one of these days, I'll be in the hospital any day now. Uh, but BMAS and Beamer will be back on WBEN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.